So look, y'all, today's podcast is brought to you by ELIC. As you know, here at Just Different, our mission is to bridge faith and culture, and this amazing organization has a very similar goal. They spread hope and create life change in the most challenging places in the world, such as Asia, the Middle East, and even North Africa. ELIC sends people to teach English in these unreached areas, providing training, support, and a team of passionate people who are ready to make a difference. They see English education as an opportunity for people to come together, share life, and come away with broadened horizons. Whether you're a college student, recent graduate, or beyond, ELIC has a program for you. They have two to six-week options in the summer that are perfect for college students and even recent graduates, as well as their nine-month global ambassador program is a great option for recent college graduates. So for anyone who is interested in traveling abroad to take the church outside the four walls, continue to advance the kingdom in all these different areas by helping individuals learn English um, as you're teaching it to them, ELIC is a program for you, especially for college students that listen to us. If you're looking for something to do and get into for the summer to build your resume and just get amazing experience while doing God's work, this is it. So if God has called you to create global impact, bridging faith and culture, please visit ELIC.org slash just different. That's ELIC.org slash just different. Okay, y'all. So look, I want to tell you all about this amazing podcast, which is called The Best of You, which is hosted by Dr. Allison Cook. If you are someone who is interested in psychology and what that looks like from a faith-based perspective, this podcast is one that you will absolutely love. Dr. Allison Cook guides you through some of the toughest challenges that we all go through in our life with wisdom, humor, and grace. She brings along her friends and other experts in the field that unpack all of these topics concerning psychology through a faith lens. And you'll discover how you can break free from different patterns within your own life, mend your past, and discover what brings out the best of you. And so she has episodes that release every single Thursday, and she has some amazing series that she has included a part of her podcast, such as Boundaries in the Bible, Three Ways to Detox Your Heart, Soul and Mind, and Boundaries for Your Soul. So if this is something that you're interested in that sounds amazing, definitely for more information, go to her Instagram, Dr. Allison Cook, and visit her podcast, The Best of You. All of these things will be linked in the description. Much love. Now let's get into the rest of the episode. All right, let's get it. You ready? All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Stark. Starks Artist. You are now tuned in uh, to the Justin from Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. This week on this beautiful Wednesday, I'm feeling energized. I got some amazing sleep last night. I actually just got done watching, or at least rewatching, the Kanye West documentary on Netflix. Genius, and you know it kind of got me back in good spirits again. The first time I watched it. You know, I was I was on cloud nine. I was like, yo, I'm about to get to work. I was motivated. Yeah. That that one was for all the dreamers out there. And yeah, I had to I had to, I had to run it back. But yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready to get into it. I got what, what you, what's good? No, nothing. I just I don't even know. This isn't even funny, bro. I don't know why I was laughing. But bro, I remember was we taking a flight around the time that came out, bro? I just remember we had some motion around the time that that documentary came out. And I felt like unstoppable, bro. <laughs> like for real, I felt like I could do anything. No, I think we probably were traveling, like for an episode or something. Maybe that's when we went to uh, New. What? Nah, that was when we went to New York. Was Wait. it around? This had to be. It was around the end that of time. That's what I'm saying. It was around that yeah. time because we were doing a lot of traveling at the end of the, last year. Oh no, that is true. Yeah. yeah. So we had a lot coming up. So we we're just like, yeah, we really better get to it, especially going yeah. into this year. So. I felt inspired. I was like, yeah, bro. That was the one. But you know, when he kind of like started going off the rails it was it, it was it was definitely interesting that was a well put together shout out cootie oh for man. sure shout out shout, shout out, out cootie, i need to go rewatch it now <laughs> you're saying it yeah shout out cootie though that was crazy but man let's get into it first segment what's the word where we come speak to talk about and just have a dialogue on what we've been studying and getting into the bible this past week um and you know just it's really like we coming with a sermon low key you it's kind of like what we really been just cooking up in the stew. So, Jordan, you can take this one away. Man, I'm doing good, by the way, though. Not asking me is crazy. I kind of hurt my feelings, bro. Oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trolling. I'm trolling. But y'all, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing a good. Started my, started my new job today. You feel me? Y'all pray for me. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, I've been reading in, in Acts recently. I've been going back through that book. And something that stood out to me, 
in Acts 1 8. I'm going to read the entire verse and then, you know, speak to it in depth after. But it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. <clears throat> so what specifically stuck out to me when I read this was witnesses, just specifically that word, um, because I just read not read. I just watched the show Your Honor, which is such a fire show. It's a uh, it's essentially for those who who've never heard of it or watched it. Um, there's a lot of well, it's a judge. I ain't gonna get into the whole plot. I ain't gonna spoil it for y'all. But there's a judge and there's a lot of court cases and lawyers stuff going on, type of thing. You know. Um, so I was just watching that. So when I saw witnesses, that's why it stuck out to me because I was just thinking about the idea of a witness in a courtroom, and I just love finding different analogies and real life examples to explain biblical principles because I feel like it, it um, you can explain things easier and it makes more sense. I mean, to you and even to people who don't necessarily know the language that you know. Um, so with being a witness, I was just thinking about how a witness that doesn't testify is a useless witness um, and how because it's specifically talking about in this verse how we are witnesses for the Lord and all the earth. Well, he was specifically talking to, you know, his apostles, but I think that applies to us as well. So since we are his witnesses, it is important that we testify and it's important that our that we understand the weight of and the importance of our testimonies. Because when you're thinking about a court case, the, it determines the verdict. That's what I'm saying. The wit the witness has so much sway and and you know pull with the jury right when you have an eyewitness to something that just validates it and adds so much more credibility to whatever side that you're trying to defend or go against um so i remember you know i was thinking about the topic and the question i had to ask myself is will you take the stand like you are a witness Ew. you are a witness god has shown all these amazing things not just in your That's life but word. to those around you but will you take the stand because if you don't like what's the point like you were a witness but if you're not sharing what you saw then what, what are you doing like imagine imagine you imagine you witness a murder and you saw who did it and then you just don't say nothing like no i didn't, I didn't see nothing or you, you don't go up and take the stand for that person i think that's kind of like the equivalent to this like you've seen all these things god has done and you're just not even witnessing you're just sitting back in it's an injustice and it's an injustice right it's an injustice i was also thinking about you know the, the analogy deeper and more in depth and that's even why with the witnesses it's important that we you know the bible talks about one body and it's many members and it's important that we are all witnessing and not just one of us because although a witness does hold weight in a courtroom the more witnesses you have the better it's almost like the you have one witness that's credible, but like the case ain't like, you know, just done. Solid. But if you had a hundred people come forth and say, I saw this man do this, it's up. Like it's GG. And I think it's the same with us. That's why it's important that we're all witnessing because the more witnesses that you have and you can corrob corroborate the story. the story, the more credible it is. Right. And I think I just love how when the Bible uses like specific words to, to for things and i think witnesses was just very intentional and in how like it, it applies to so many different things right um and even and even deeper than that because i was having a conversation with someone and they were talking about how sharing your testimony and and being a witness for the lord encourages other people to do the same like have you ever been in a situation we've talked about it before where yeah. when you shared your faith or you were like oh you you know kind of said something about the lord or church other people like oh yeah i go to church too and like but unless if you didn't say anything first they wouldn't have said anything um right. and i think with court cases as well you see situations in shows and movies where you have like this mob boss and people are like or I don't know, like you, you're in a gang or something, and nobody want to snitch. You're scared, bro. Like I, I'm not gonna, go, I can't go forth, bro. Like I'm not gonna do it. But if you see someone else do it, oh word, I'm, y'all say less. I'm taking that deal. You see what I mean? Um, so I think even in that same vein, when you are a witness and you take the stand, it's encouraging other believers to do the same. And it's a, it's a snowball effect. The more believers that do it, the better, because the story is just like spreading and spreading and spreading. I think God was very intentional about that. But I just love that that analogy about being a witness. And really that question that I said in the middle of my point, like, will you take the stand? Will you take the stand? And that's crazy because I was actually just listening to with the Perry's mm -hmm. and they weren't speaking to this specifically, but it is something that came up. But two 
your point when I mentioned that it is an injustice if you don't take the stand. While I was listening to one of their episodes, both Jackie and Preston mentioned something that I felt, felt was so profound I never had thought of in this particular way. But basically, Preston was saying that God, like in our particular generation, is raising up leaders and evangelists who are okay with not seeing their harvest until glory, mm, yeah. until heaven comes, right? Until we're reunited with our father in a sense of just being able to plant seeds. And even if in that conversation or in that moment, it may have not resonated or someone may have not made that commitment or decision to follow God, that we're okay with that. And our ego, our pride is mm -hmm. not in the way of feeling like we need to be the one that was like the catalyst for them getting to that final step. Mm -hmm. Like we're okay with going to heaven and seeing mm -hmm. the reward of all mm -hmm. the people you had that small conversation with. You set that example that you were by their side and that was the seed that was planted that then eventually got them to, you know, that relationship they had with God. Yeah. And off of that, hmm. Jackie mentioned the fact that she was basically explaining, understanding like your role in the kingdom specifically, right? Like some people are called to be pastors and prophets and evangelists in like specific capacities. And you have to like come to terms with that. And she was saying that she is more of like a prophetic witness for God hmm. in the sense that she is like the voice for people to have no excuse. That's far. And that whenever you stand before God on judgment day, and he is asking you to give an account for your action of what you've done or not done. You can't say no one didn't tell you and you weren't exposed to it. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's the, the idea of like a witness. Right. You know what I mean? That like, we're all that to some capacity that like, yo, we, us taking the stand testifying of his goodness of who he is, what he's done, his principles, his values, things that are concerning the kingdom to the world and people around us in our environment is a witness to them, right? So like no one can go without saying that it wasn't something they were exposed to and or they did not hear or had an opportunity to receive and accept. And yeah. that's why I say that it's an injustice if we do not take the stand, yeah, right? Because we are the witness to the world, to the people in our sphere of influence to say, this is the gospel, right? The road to salvation, um, what it looks like to walk in the kingdom. And that leaves people without excuse, you know? So that's when I heard that, I was like, wow, like that makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Like sometimes even like in that particular work of like evangelism yeah. or speaking or being a witness, like that is also, I guess, the byproduct and or the result of that. It's like, yo, like you gave someone the opportunity and you can't and they can't say that, you know, they weren't exposed to the light and or the information needed. And that makes all the difference. So <clears throat> definitely take the stand. I think that's yeah. why it's an injustice. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that point, because when you were talking, I was reminded of this verse in Romans 10, 13 through verses 15. And it says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one in whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent, right? And so on and so forth. But I love how it's just, it's like a ripple effect, right? But un until you, you are chosen and sent and you preach, right? Which is the next step. And you are that, that person that is testifying um, and being a witness, then they can't hear, right? So it's like, okay. how many people out there are not hearing because you're not speaking? And I think that's really like a question and a point of conviction that you need to have, like in your everyday life, like, dang, like who out, who's out there is missing on this, missing out on this because I'm not, you know, saying it to them. No, that's it. Something that Matthew Stevenson <laughs> says all the time that is like stuck with me forever, but it's just a phrase or idea, like till all have heard, which I think we've mentioned mm. like once before, but you know, seeing the full manifestation of God here on earth, um, his kingdom being present, it's going to come, you know, by faith, which is a byproduct of those who are hearing the word of God from the witness of his people. So, yeah. And I was, uh, 
I was talking with my girl about the topic and she had sent me this verse in Matthew 10, 33. It says, but everyone who denies me before people, I also will deny before my father who is in heaven. And I just like that with this conversation because it's in, in the same vein. It's like, okay, if you're not being a witness for the Lord and testifying, like Jesus won't testify for to you. the father on your behalf about the things that you've done if you're not speaking about the things that he's done. So I think that's even more fire, like, you know what I mean? Fuel on the fire. It's like, oh, well, let me make sure I'm I'm being a witness. Like this is important. There's weight to this. Um. So yeah, that's my. Yeah, that's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Take we this take the stand. Man, will you? Well, you take the stand. We take the stand. Right. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to really get into and kind of what I've been thinking on, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I've been really chewing on like this documentary, and I just finished it. This had to be like last night, honestly. I stay. I, I've been like staying up to watch it, and one thing that was mentioned in it, or at least a common theme that you know you saw, especially in the particular journey, was like this idea of like confidence yeah. and like ego and pride. And something that was mentioned in the documentary was, and it was his mother that said this, Donda, and it, and she said, the giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. And I thought that was like extremely like powerful and like um, a great tie to humil- humility and, you know, what that, what that looks like for all of us, especially like when we're talking about walking that out with Christ. And something else that was mentioned a bit was the fact that sometimes we can think of ourselves in a very lowly manner, right? It almost this idea of like false humility that like what we do or what we've done isn't great. And we'll just try to discredit ourselves essentially when we receive a compliment or someone is trying to like give us praise in a particular area of what we've done. And we'll be like, oh, well, no, like it wasn't it's not that big of a deal or no, it's not that deep. Oh, well, you know, anyone could have done that. And it's like, no, <laughs> no one else could have done that. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal. It is absolutely amazing, spectacular, phenomenal. And that was something that was spoken about in that. It's like, sometimes we're conditioned to just kind of like put our head down yeah. and not just like look up and see ourselves in the mirror for all of who we are and God's like created us to be. And so it just sent me, thinking about like this aspect of like humility and confidence, arrogance, and like our relationship with that. Because on one end, you know, particularly in our culture, when you're confident in yourself and like, you know that you're great at what you do or secure in who you are, people may look at you and be like, yo, like you need to be humble. And on the other end of that, like, you know, when you're kind of like low and you're not necessarily um, being like as, I guess, adamant and like, you know, who you are yeah like oh like pick your head up you know what i mean it's like you can't Mm -hmm. necessarily win in that particular situation and it's kind of like i think for us especially like as christians it's kind of like just finding a balance in what that looks like with like our confidence that's like sometimes we have a weird relationship with humility Mm -hmm. and it really turns into false humility because we don't want to like say that no like wow like that was amazing no i actually am great at this this is the gift god's given me to be a witness to the world that mm-hmm. I'm, I've managed extremely well. Um, and, you know, I'm doing ex- exploits in, right, to send people to his name. And so I think that when it comes to that conversation itself, one of the big things is when we talk about confidence, it's not necessarily confidence itself, but like who you like have confidence in. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay. I think it becomes pride when that confidence that we speak of or that we like exude and or um, display to the world is like all from and in ourselves and our own strength and what we've done and not acknowledging or recognizing the part that God has played in all of it. Right. Right. And I actually found this uh, blog that was kind of like speaking this idea of like self-confidence and biblical principles surrounding it. And it was um, a counselor, actually. And they said, as a certified biblical counselor, I often say that I am not a fan of the phrase self-confidence. It's a false premise for Christians. Why would you want to have confidence in yourself? We know as Christians, there's nothing good in us. Anything that is good, anything that is good in us comes from Christ's work in our life. I don't want confidence in myself. I'd rather have confidence in Jesus Christ. Therefore, I teach those I counsel that we should not long for necessarily self-confidence as much as we do Christ's confidence. 
and assurance in God's work in our life. And I thought that was a good point um, because that is kind of like that dilemma sometimes I think that may go through our our heads, especially like just walking out our faith. It's like understanding like, you know, our flesh, the sinful nature that we have, but also wanting to like be secure in who we are. And I think that balance is like understanding that that security comes from God himself, the relationship that we have in him, like who he says that we are and always holding firm to that. And there's a few verses that I felt related and I did want to mention. And one of them is in Jeremiah 17, 7, and it says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Mm-hmm. And another one is Philippians 1, 6, and it says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in us will carry out onto completion until the day of Christ. Um, and of course, the emphasis in those verses, among a lot others, is it is God who is producing this confidence and yeah. is fueling it and is the foundation and catalyst for what that looks like. Um, and so it is not a problem. and It's okay for us to be very much bold, unashamed, yeah. um, and outspoken about who we are and, you know, what we're great at and secured in that because of God himself. So I thought, that was something that was just like going through my mind, like as I was watching that. And, you know, like I said, I think there's this weird hmm. or rather just peculiar relationship that we as Christians have a humility yeah. and we have misconceptions around that. Like you can't say different things mm-hmm. or think of yourself in a particular way, which is false. It's just understanding the source of what that is and never mm-hmm. getting away from that. So I like, I like that. I like that, you know, we're pressing in on this. I'm thinking about just Jesus in general and his his entire walk in his ministry and how he walked with such confidence and boldness, but he was also the most humble being mm. like ev- ever. And I, and I don't think his, hum, hum, I don't think his humility took anything away from his excellence. And I think sometimes we, have this misconception like you were saying like we can't be both like i can't be humble and confident like right. I, I can't be humble and good at what i do and like letting people know you know mm-hmm. what i mean um but i think when you look at the life of jesus he does it well like and i'm reminded of the verse specifically in philippians 2 5 through verse we can go to 8 right it talks about how um in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as christ jesus who being in very nature of god did not consider equality with god something to be used to his own advantage rather Mm. he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on a cross and i want to go back to you know um go further a few verses so it says he humbled himself to the cross and then it says therefore god exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name that at the name of jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth and every tongue acknowledge that that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father and i think even in the in this this passage right here i mean you're seeing both you're seeing he humbled himself right but then he was also exhausted and how it's like one, you know, one doesn't exclude the other. In fact, you know, the humbleness is what led to, um, what's the word exalt? What would be the the word uh, exalt ex- exaltation? I don't know. That, <laughs> I don't know. That would be the word that I'm looking for. Oh, um, okay. And even at the end, touching on what you were saying, like it's all for God mm-hmm. in verse 11, it says every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father, right? So it's for the glory of God. So I think, even in this verse, it's it's showing the dynamic that of uh, both, like he humbled himself and he was the right. most humble person ever, but he was also the most powerful, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a person that had the most authority. Um, so I don't think the two are ever mutually exclusive and, and you can, you can be both, but I think he's a, he's a great example, obviously about ev- everything that you Easily. can talk about in life. But Easily. no, I, I, I love, like he was him. Verses. Like when you read the story, like he was him, like he wasn't walking <laughs> yeah. around all timid and like, Oh he yeah, I don't know. Passive. Bro, he wasn't, Definitely. bro. He was Definitely. going in the synagogues and talking to these people and preaching mm-hmm. to these people. Mm-hmm. He was healing demon leave, bro. Like, yo, and it, and it always mentions, or at least a few times about the gospel, it, it talks about um, the witness of the fact that he, 
people would say that he was one that spoke with authority. Like he, that that was mm, one thing that they had mentioned yes. and or saw about his countenance and how he carried himself. Right? Exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, it all came at, uh, from a source, right? Mm, exactly. And, and exactly. that's, and that's what's important. And that's where, um, when we talk about moving into pride, like narcissism and things of that nature is when you forget that. Um, and it doesn't point back to him, but they're not mutually exclusive. So, Actually, bro, I wanted to touch on something. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about specifically, but I just noticed this, how it says in verse seven, rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness, meaning that like we were made to be servants, like to serve. Because it's like he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. And then there's a comma, meaning this is referring to the same thing, being made in human likeness, right? So being a human was the form of a servant if that makes sense like that's how that's that's what that's the verse tough. is saying but i, I never that's realized tough. that i thought that was interesting that's tough servanthood we were made yeah hmm. we were made to as part of our purpose no i doubt yeah that's he but also and this is something we can we can get into that next week actually so we can talk mm. about servanthood and humanity a part of like our overall purpose and then also something that i was just really reminded of by another interview that i watch is along the lines of not being passive and being confident and standing firm in who you are is the idea of tolerant christians and how that has disrupted the culture Mm -hmm. because we've some people have taken the mindset of just like live and let live Mm -hmm. and not wanting to ruffle any feathers and speak to hard truths that may disrupt or um offend people in the culture but we will get to that yeah we got we got to touch on that we will get to that next week nonetheless <laughs> get into the second segment of say it again where we come we speak to something that we've been reading that we heard or that we've seen that we felt was noteworthy to run back on the podcast and so jordan i'll let you begin once again let's do it let's are do you it. reading something this week or wait it's the, it's a new month i thought we were switching up the order let's go ahead <laughs> <laughs> you said no, bro. You got it. <laughs> so, so are you reading something? Do you are, are like, what is your quote? From? Okay, here's the thing. Uh, where did I? So, okay, no. So I have. I think I was just either I read this somewhere, or I saw it in a video. I don't know, but I have this note page that just says recent thoughts, and I just have a whole bunch of stuff that I just like got you. Maybe saw and that like piqued my interest, and mm-hmm. I wrote down. So what I'm talking to or from today is this like point that was in my on that note page. And it simply says, freedom isn't the ability to say yes to everything, but the strength to say no to anything, even yourself. And just talking to, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so. It's going to be a great conversation. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but it's just, it's just talking to this, this misconception about what freedom really is. 100%. Hold on. Say it one more time. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Okay. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> freedom isn't the ability to say yes to everything, but the strength to say no to anything, even yourself. And I had to ask, I had to add that last part, even yourself. Because I feel like with, um, and this is just like a, a broad, not everyone thinks this way, but just like, you know, a general statement, most people in the culture and in our, in this world have this misconception that freedom is, you know, I do what I want when I want. I you should, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I've heard it a lot of times amongst my peers. Like, you know, I'm just living real free. And you look at their lifestyle. They're like, you know, going to parties and they're, you know, doing a bunch of drugs and drinking and stuff. And it's not even just confined to that. I mean, but the point is a lot of people have a misconception that these things are their freedom. And I always thought it was very ironic. It was like, they're also very tied to these things. So it's like you're bound to the ver- the very thing that's bringing you freedom, quote unquote. Um, and, and how we have to get to the point where we realize that real freedom is self-control. Like that, like you see what I mean? And, and I even think that is something that's shown so clear in our relationship with God. Um, it's because he always gives us the ability to choose, right? It's, it's, it's never like a you're bound to me like you know it's it's never like that i mean he gives us the choice to choose him um and if the creator that created us gives us the choice to choose him then i think that for me makes it very clear that our free will is something that that is important right and not necessarily um what's wait what's the words i'm looking for um 
I kind of lost track. But anyways, the point that I'm trying to make, <laughs> the point the point that I'm trying to make is simply that really understanding what freedom is, and it is and it is self control. But I think it's it's backwards though, and even and even how people um people view even sometimes like a relationship with God or religion in general as something that is like um constricting their freedom, or is the, some people look at it like it's the opposite of freedom. But I think something that's shown in my relationship with God is is actually teaching me self-control which i've learned is true freedom so i just think it's very backwards how people conceive what you know being free is and you know being like you know limitless this idea you know unhinged and stuff like that yeah and that kind of goes with a thought that i had today and it's the fact that sometimes you have to save people from themselves and that's exactly what jesus did for us Mm. in the sense of to your point there is this idea that when we talk about christianity or um walking in our faith and relationship with God, there are ideas that it is restricting and it's um, confining and or like limiting the freedom that you have within your life, which is so untrue and the complete opposite of what it really does. It it gives you the fullness of joy and freedom from the chain of your sin. And ultimately what we're speaking to is like your flesh. Mm. Right. And sometimes you know, people may not like always recognize that because I think the enemy has done a great job of like making people identify with their temptations and the desires of their flesh. Yeah. If that makes sense. And so I'm glad you brought this up and it's an amazing conversation because sometimes again, like, Oh man, how did he say it? I was listening to something and he was basically explaining that, some people will not tap into or rather participate in this idea of self-control because they think the way in which they act is like their true selves. Mm-hmm. So, for example, whenever I'll say I get upset at someone and I then lash out in an inappropriate manner yeah. or in, in a way that wasn't necessary at all, Right. Some people's excuse would be like, oh, well, that's just me. Mm. And then in the video, he said, what me are you talking about? Oh, stop. In a sense of, is that your true self or is that just your flesh that has not been contained, mm. put to the cross and or crucified? Yeah. And so in our culture, we take these things like our our, our, our lust, our, our emotions yeah. and our own desires for what we want to participate in or the route we want to take in life as our true self. Mm-hmm. When the Bible is very clear on the fact that it is our spirit, man, right? The one that God given us is that, which is us, right? And our flesh is that, which is in con- like in um, a constant battle and war, yeah. right? With what we know we should do and what is immoral and against him. And so there's this idea that like our flesh and what we feel is who we are mm. and that's not it but to your point like um that's why we get confused with thinking that it's freedom because like in the world it's like okay why wouldn't you just mm. satisfy those desires that you have yeah. like it, it is so contrary and like unfathomable for people like this is how you feel so like why wouldn't you pursue that desire mm-hmm. or satisfy it or do what you can to make sure that it's um a clinch to whatever degree but mm. We understand, you know, what what it truly is um, and and the harm that it does and how it's Mm -hmm. contrary to what is actually the most beneficial to our lives. And so, yeah, I wanted to mention that because whenever I was watching and listening to that video, I was like, that's fire. I like that. What What me are you talking about? What me are you talking about? about, Right. Because there's like the spirit man in our flesh, like that you're going Mm. against. um, And we've we've confused or um, mixed the two. We think the me is our flesh and it's it's not. Hmm. It's what What? needs to die. What me? What me are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I completely mm-hmm. lost track of my. Hold on, I was about to say something. Uh, I I think when it comes to certain things, people would would agree that that isn't freedom. Like I think when it comes to certain addictions, like if you're maybe like an alcoholic or um, like, and it's very clear um, that you can't say no to that thing, or you know you're addicted to a drug, whatever the case may be. I think a lot of people would agree that you know, obviously like that person is bound to that thing. Like they're stuck. They need, you know, some sort of assistance to get out of that place. But I think for some reason, 
we don't think that being bound to our own selves is bondage, if that makes bro, sense. Like, bro, and that, we on. don't think. No, and that's exactly still, what he said in the video, bro. We worshiping ourselves. Like, yeah. that's the problem. Like, it's I. It's the same issue. It's, it's still a chain, bro. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, bro. it's still a chain, it's but we've bro. normalized it. Like, you know what I mean? I, like, but to my point, like, you know, the question I asked myself today is like, because I was I was going through a lot of different thoughts, but it was like, yo, how do you save a people from themselves? Because that's what it is. That's yeah. what God came to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I, like the mistake that Adam made. <laughs> In the garden, yeah, ourself, it was us, yeah. our flesh. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He carried, he broke the chains and gave us the ability to walk in the freedom that comes through the spirit, right? To escape what this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, like, what me are you talking about? And um, <clears throat> what what true freedom is? Like, it's only found in Him. So, so that's fire. It. That's it. So far. <laughs> That's the one. What me are you talking about? So there there was something I saw. I was, what was I? I, I was, I've been on TikTok a lot lately. I mm. need to delete it again. I have too. I got to get off. Yeah, I, I, I like They got serious, me in a chokehold for the past three no, days. Ser- I genuinely need to. Like, I'm actually going to do it tonight. Um, But I didn't see something. It's funny because, so I have, what is it? I have what is I have Google Photos that backs up like all of oh, yeah, the yeah. things that I save on my phone and I ran out of storage, right? And this was today. And I needed to go through and delete some things and obviously the majority of what was taking up my storage on the photos was like all these TikTok videos I saved <laughs> and like never watched it. Bro, the amount of- <laughs> like I be doing oh, that man. so much. Never oh my watched god. It again. I, you never watch it, you save it and it's just it just stays there. But one thing that I saw that really did stick out to me, and it said that God told me to love my enemies, and I obeyed and chose to love myself. And oh, <laughs> right? No, the crazy. Oh, say it again. No, 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 no. The crazy part is, bro. When I when I watched it the first time, I was like, it didn't really make sense. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess I said, let them cook, let them cook. <laughs> but then after I scrolled a few times, I was like, oh, snap. Somebody cooked here. I right? was like, oh, snap, that was a bar. Like, I That's literally had to crazy. scroll like three more posts, and I went back and found it. I was like, That's yo. That's crazy. He was spitting, right? And then my girl sent it to me again, and I was oh, reminded of it. Yeah. But yeah, God told me to love my enemies, and I obeyed and chose to love myself. And... It honestly ties into kind of the conversation that we had earlier about um, understanding humility, security, mm-hmm. and confidence, and the and, and the idea that we sometimes can't be our worst enemy, and not thinking that we're enough, we're not talented, we're not just like equipped, right, to do like what we're called to, or the season that we're in, or the work that's ahead of us. And we can be the ones that second guess ourselves and are the ones who are meditating and the ones that are speaking like negativity and self doubt and all this insecurity into our own lives. And, you know, I've definitely, I think as a person who's like very type A and like wants to make it and be successful and it's very just like goal oriented, that's something that like I struggle with. Like nothing is ever good enough, you know? And so anything that I create or try to put out or put my hands to, I'll look at and be like, well, nah, like that could have been better. It was all right. No, I'm not where I need to be. Um, Light years behind. You know, I felt like that here recently. Honestly, it's just like, nah, like I ain't really doing it the way that I think I am. It's like, bro, like, no, you know what I mean? And like, that can be sometimes we're, mm-hmm. we're, we are our own stumbling blocks when it comes to our future and what's yep. next and what's ahead and what God wants to give to us because we can't come into agreement with what he wants and what he says about who we are and where he wants to take us. And so it'll be our, again, like our own self-talk, which we've, we've mentioned before mm-hmm. of what's happening and the way that we're seeing ourselves when we look in the mirror and like we're walking out, that makes all the difference. And so, when we, oh, that's so tough. God yeah. told, when we talk about love, right? Like, yo, it has to be directed toward yourself mm. as well. That, mm. yeah, yeah, that was a bar. Mm. That was crazy. Hey, say it. I'm sorry, but say it again. <laughs> I gotta hear it again. God told me to love my enemies, and I obeyed and chose to love myself. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm reminded of. Because this, this came to mind. So, 
let me see uh let me see um because i'm not trying to spill nobody's business okay uh <laughs> so let's just say myself uh and this is something that i always try to remind myself of is or no we can do this and i'm gonna make i'm not gonna put a name on it okay so I, uh someone real close to me sometimes they struggle with their confidence and sometimes like how they see themselves and their self-image or sometimes they'll do something and there will be a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and, you know, just a lot that that whole cycle and something that I always try to remind them of. The question I ask is if 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 I came to you and told you that I did the same thing that you did, how would you respond to me? And it completely flips the perspective like, you know what, if that's the way I would respond to you, why am I not responding that same way to myself? You know what I mean? Because it's like whatever that thing is. Cause I think I, I can attest to that too. But remembering, yo, if you know what I'm saying, like if my, if my bro came up to me and told me he did that same thing or, you know, whatever the case may be, how would I react? I'd be like, bro, like we, you know what I'm saying? I love you, bro. We cool, bro. Let's just get, let's, let's get back on it. You know what I'm saying? You slack it for a couple of days. Let's get back on it though. And just loving yourself that same way. You know what I mean? So I, I love that like perspective change that I, I always try to remind myself of as well, but yeah, I needed it. Needed to add that. Cause that reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, and, uh, that the irony of that I, I was just um and I'm glad we got to this because I kind of wanted to mention it. I was just I went out yesterday with two close friends of mine. Shout out no one bam. And we uh we just went out to eat and we were just like catching up because yeah. you know, I we all like live in different places and you know, I get to see them from time to time and I always like make an effort to. And one thing well, the one thing I was gonna mention is I guess I don't know, I've been seeing it on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook's crazy. I know, bro. bro but why like, are we still? I'll be bored. <laughs> but there was a post and it said, and it's like this been thing that's going around. Like they probably don't know it, but like the time I spent with my family, like Loki be healing me or something mm, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like it really does. So I, I don't know. I just wanted to mention that. Like <laughs> when I was with them, it really did. But yeah. I was having the same conversation because one of my friends was explaining to me just like what he was going through and whatnot. I'm like, yo, like all intentional guys divine intervention makes sense why i'm here why i need to reach out to you because i am currently or like really have recently gone through the same thought process or just like struggles like mentally and then you know i was you know i was reminded yo like in the same like you said yo take just essentially take your own advice mm, yep you know what i mean <laughs> like, that real talk um sometimes we don't Ugh, like listen to ourselves like you know and like mm. sometimes it's necessary that that that's necessary for sure you know what i mean to give ourselves that positive like outlook or the other side of like what we try and give ourselves that's negative um you know that's opposite of like what we give other people like exactly. we, need to, we need to hear that as well so yeah. you know again i think it's a change of mindset i don't know why mm. we're so that's a whole it, other thought of like yeah. why we're so prone and conditioned to just negative when it comes to this like us who we are and it's different when we're speaking to someone else it's and like weird. their future, their season, their struggles. Um, there's a thing there. And yeah, I think that starts to talk our flesh probably. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Let's get into it. I really. Let me see. All right. So you know what it is I, i've really been loving what we've been coming up with or coming with the past few weeks on the putting you on i ain't gonna sit here and hold you i feel like we've really been coming with the heat so let me see what i can find but jordan putting you on this week what you got what we playing what we getting into so shout out to my i don't know how to pronounce his name and i'm so sorry right i'm gonna spell it for y'all just just in case alano aiden right a-l-a-n-o a-D-A. And I feel like he's really slept on. I, I think I, I've always rocked with his features that he's had on like Caleb Gordon songs and you know stuff I've heard. But this is the first time I actually went to his discography and he recently put out, I think maybe three weeks ago, this song. And when I tell you, bro, this is a song I'm gonna have on repeat for the next like six months. I always have I always have one of them songs. Like this is tough. So this is called Victory Lap by Alano Aiden. Let's tap in. Swear I done been now so long Watch you leave without it so long Tell you as a man my word bond You don't know a thing about no love Tell me when the world got this cold 
never surprised Lying to me, look me dead in the eyes We together, then we severing ties Feeling pain high, I know I'm alive Prehistoric, I'm ahead of my time You could probably find me ten toes down here with whatever's left of my kind And you know I'm forever gon' vibe Yeah, I'm a ride, then I care if they hate on me What are you saying to me? It is what it is if you say it's gon' be Dog is amazing to me and I had that a chain when he gave me the key This for my son, he made me proud. Blessing, I'm raising a king. Uh, them are my dogs, them are my guys. I'm finna make sure they eat. Uh, all is fair, love and war. I'm doing angels things. Step in the game, run on the scope. Now they ain't making no peep. Really got rocky out on the road. Me and my brothers, we all don't go. Give me that life, we all gon' glow. Back then, feel like I was on my own. They didn't wanna see me ball, yeah. Devil came and I me all, yeah. Never let them have my soul, yeah. Don't you see me standing tall, yeah. No, you see me standing. No, you see me standing. No, you see me standing. Hey, hey. Who stopping it? Can't hold me, riddle me that. This is me running my victory lap. Finish line, that's where I'm finna be at. Give me the mic, I ain't giving it back. Industry on a vicious attack. It look like the fighters are set up. I'm giving them slaps and they not even hearing me back. Festivals want me on flights when I send them my price, they ain't hearing me back. Look, you don't plan on giving me jack. Don't even bother with hit my jack. Out of your box, but I've been in my bag. Demons, I smoke an infinity pack. Want me to go back and forth, be you shorty, I'm sorry, that's not where my energy at. Picture me signing the NDA. Got better chances of making the NBA. The way they mind in everybody's business, but they own shit. The one that got an NBA. Moving like they're working with the FBI, the CIA, and the DEA. Praying, but you never finna see me pray. Digging in my pockets, wanna see me pay. Keep your hands off of my. My royalty check, crown on my head and my royalty check. Brothers won't fold on they loyalty check. Guess he ain't learned how to talk me yet. This time around, I want all the respect. They want all of the motion, want all the connects. Money on that, you could call it a bet. Put up the shot and it's all in the net. Who stopping it? Can't hold me, riddle me that. This is me running my victory lap. Finish line, that's where I'm finna be at. Give me the mic, I ain't giving it back. Industry on a vicious attack. It look like the fighters are set up. I'm giving them slaps and they not even hearing me back. Facts. Facts. Oh yeah, that's the one. I he told was, y'all. He was, he was playing that. He I, was playing that. Um, before we got into it. I yeah, I, 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 I told y'all, bro. I ain't gonna disappoint, I, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. All right, so my my putting you on this week. Shout out to uh, our guy Bats. He's uh, he's a rapper and artist out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we actually are like collaborating, doing some work with him on something that, you know, we're actually excited to share with y'all soon or in the future. But nonetheless, he is currently working on his newest project that he's about to release and get out. And I actually just saw that he put out a single um, kind of, you know, to just get some buzz around like what's about to happen. But this is called Freedom by Bats. And he's a he's a real if you really into just like something that's going that you can vibe to, but it's going to have something deeper and make you think, right. I don't like to compare particular artists, but I'm a more like, I'm a Cole, like yeah. Kendrick, like I'm like really into like the substance and the storylines and whatnot. Like he kills it. So let's tap in. You can't take it from me. 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 You can't take
can't take it from me. You 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 can't take it from me. I just saw the snippet. I ain't, know. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to <laughs> Me y'all. Too, I, bro. This is my first time well, That's time. fire, bro. But man, y'all know what it is. Look, um, yeah. So y'all actually, so we asked y'all to guess. Y'all got it right, but well, y'all, y'all did but didn't. So this Friday, essentially, we're having a more purpose podcast on the show. We're releasing yep. the interview and conversation that we had with them about two weeks ago, which I'm extremely excited to share with you all. Um, Marlon and Clarence Slet Sellers. A lot of you all are fans of them, have heard of them. And if you haven't, like you're getting a chance to like know them. We're diving deep into a conversation that, or at least topic that we haven't actually talked before mm. or t- spoke to before on the podcast that I've been like dying to have, and especially with them. And so I'm super ready for y'all to hear it. Um so yeah, y'all tap in, y'all make sure y'all share, you get ready for it coming out in the AM and also, oh yeah, to to my point. There is another guest, right? Ah, yep. That yeah, yeah. y'all haven't guessed yet, or 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 like you know, Said. figure it out. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we do have them on this Friday. We're having. Well, I mean, we got the lineup already premiered on YouTube. We got Karen next week, um, and then we're having our parents on again at the end of the month. So September, this y'all, this is our like back to school kind of like me. gift to y'all. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like we. Me. We coming with it. We running it back. So, and we got a huge announcement this this month too. So, I mean, what can I say? But you know what it is. Stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all Friday. Much love.